0: There is something sexy recording us today, fellas. I'm just going to put my hands up. Let's go, boy. Ah, Finally, finally. I'm grunting because that was the first time I think we really hit it on the dot in like a goddamn month and a half. What's up, everybody? We got a new camera. It's the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and the homie Manny Ruffin. God, new camera. Canon T-A-I. Oh, as always, powered by Dimers. And thank you to Dimers for uh, for helping us get our first big boy purchase yes out of this Canon. We have a new vlogging camera right there that's now you're seeing on this wide shot. And, um, dude, it's just cool to look at a real camera. I don't know Facts. if you guys know. We'll, we'll leak some secrets right now. But we record most of these podcasts on phones. so Which is Hustles. not a bad thing. Hustlers. Hustlers. But it's not a bad thing. You see the, the phones, the cameras for these for the the commercials you for these you phones. wouldn't be able to tell if you didn't you know what no. I mean? exactly. So, um, really cool there, and we'll be able to use that for not only streaming, vlogging for our trips coming up. We'll make another announcement. We've announced it already, but we'll make another announcement, um, probably either the reaction show or the next podcast, just on another update on 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 that once we're officially booked and going. But um, I think Twin Spires is over.
1: It might be the six first six weeks, weeks nope, is is over.
0: Weeks. So that six weeks is over. So what I will do for the beginning of this show is head over to Bet Rivers yes, Casino. The first time you can say Bet something Rivers. Something new, something new. So the other thing about this, our landing page, we can interchange through the help of Dimers, we can interchange different sports books um, that can help you guys get onto uh, different promotions. So the promotion for Bet Rivers on our landing page, www.dimers.com backslash ADED, is a $250 deposit match. So it's up to 250 So if you want to put $20 into Bet Rivers on our landing page, uh they'll match you and they'll put in another 20 so you have 40 in your account you can do that from 30 10 even five all the way up to 250 so if you guys have a shitload of money on at hand and you want to throw 250 in at, at um at sign up for a deposit you'll have 500 dollars in your account hey, no. so we can gamble with that okay, but if you want to do that guys hey, no. as always um you know always bet responsibly okay though we have a show to do we got nhl and nba manny laid out what do we all got
1: all right baby so we got a big show today We already know before we get into seasons, we like to do a little prediction show. Mm -hmm. So we have our NBA predictions. We'll have MVP, Rookie of the Year, and our champion. Then we'll slide over to some NHL. I have some hot takes, some interesting hot takes. As Alex is flexing his Zuccarello Winter Classic jersey, that thing is sexy. Yeah, man. I it's see, a shame he's gone. But We're going to get into our little NHL predictions. I'm going to have Alex go over who he likes to win. Um, and I'm also going to throw my hot takes at him. And we also have some things I want to talk to you about right now, Alex. So last night you had yep. some, uh, some bets on that Monday Night Football game. Mm-hmm. We seen Josh Allen take a leap of faith to yeah. almost get a first down to cash your Russian prop but you also need the Bills to cover a two and a half spread yeah. and you couldn't get it. What did you think about that play call in fourth and one? Did Josh Allen slip? Did he get stuffed? What about that kick return that got called back? Uh, How do you no. feel one yeah. day removed from that loss?
0: So the... I definitely love the play call and a lot of the... um mm-hmm. I think most people like the play call. I the Josh Allen's six fucking five. I, I heard, I heard Louis Riddick on the broadcast on ESPN last night saying I really love the aggressive call from Sean McDermott. Mm-hmm. It is the right play. He almost like... Just lined up like everybody in the stadium watching, everybody at home knew he was going to do that. Right. I mean, he had his back foot positioned in a running stance when he's taking the snap. So you know he's going to take it and lunge forward. And unfortunately, he just got caught up against his. His center, and he just keeps mo- as as a good running back does, even though he's a quarterback, you're Try chugging those legs, right? You keep moving those legs. So he does that, but he gets caught up on his, I think it was his right toe, yep. and he just slips in his knee. Goes also,
1: kind of got stuffed too. Like, you got to yeah, give he did. some credit to the Titans for making a good goal on or good red zone stop. I think he did that twice that game before that, too. I think they got down there and they didn't score seven. So I was thinking about it after. got to give him some credit.
0: I was thinking about it after, and I was like, dude, what if he just did like a, he lined up in the running stance like he was. Snapped the ball and did like a lunge forward, or jump for that and bitch. then step back, floated a Dawson Knox uh, in the end zone. That's ballsy. Like I feel like, but like who knows the do it was, already, that. it was already ballsy enough, though. Know?
1: But I'm still confused why I, on this show I sat here and told you. You asked, who now. do we like for this Monday Night football game? I said yep. is Titans plus six or no bet. Yep. I don't think the Titans should have covered that spread. There were some things going on in that game that were unfortunate for the Bills. But like I said, I think I've seen a well, messy you game going the, on, and I think the Titans are going to cover that
0: spread. And we talked about this on the on the reaction show, and you guys can go check that out on the YouTube page for Week Six if you haven't already. Um, but all I said was, there's no way, there's no reason that the bu- that the uh, Bills should not cover a touchdown because that's what it is. It's it's a touchdown and an extra point. There's no reason hmm. that they should not win that. I mean, how the hell are they covering? They're they're e- they're covering six against the Chiefs. How can they cover six against the Titans? It's a different situation, man. So I think part of it was when Taylor Lewin went down. I uh, caught it off the field. Prayers obviously, up prayers up for Taylor. I know he wanted to have a big season, and and all the the uh, the hate that he received after those first couple games yep. of when Chandler Jones kind of embarrassed him, yep. exposed him. Um, so he wanted to obviously show out and and show that he was prepared for the season. Uh, but I remember watching that, and I'm lo- and they they did a close up on Derrick Henry's face, and he was just like kind of just shocked. He's like shaking his head, obviously so. And I'm like, okay. Well, there's no too. reason oh. the Titans lose this game now. And then Josh Allen comes out. He does his thing. They go up by a little bit. I'm like, oh, wait, wait a minute. We're good. We're good. And then, obviously, a fourth and one stop, uh, fourth and goal. Um,
1: Something I'll say about Josh Allen is I'm, I'm really impressed with his ability and we knew we had it when he first came to the league because he saw the big arm, but the accuracy wasn't there. And now he's tying that together. He made a big throw in their two minutes to Emmanuel Sanders with a little back shoulder. And that's like, I, I'm just seeing that. Like, the growth for Josh Allen the last three years oh, yeah. has been crazy. Because the first year was like, all right, this dude's an athlete. We don't know if he can play quarterback, though. Second year, we're like, oh, okay, Josh Allen. And third year, we were like, okay, Josh yeah. Allen, this is a you guy. You know it, bro. Now. You know it. His growth has been fun to watch. But another question I have for you. Mm-hmm. Aaron Boone is back in the Bronx. Back in the building. Mm -hmm. You said he was going to be out. He's back in. Three-year deal. What are your thoughts? Do you think Boone brings a World Series back to the Bronx, or is this a bad signing? What do you think about
0: this? We discussed this, I think it was either a week ago or two weeks ago on that podcast, and I said that I was a Boone backer for the entire year. And I was. A lot of people, and I've said this already, but a lot of people were uh, in, in much disagreement with, some of the calls that he made in his lineup mm-hmm. and obviously having a beat up uh, lineup and an injured lineup consistently for the second year in a row is tough to go around but there's things you can do uh so you get in in four seasons right um and they haven't reached a conference series with Boone and why is that because the Astros have not they have not won one in a row not two in a row not three in a row not four in a row but five five ALCS appearances. And in they also row. know what pitch you're going to throw at home. That's right. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I, I I remember saying when it the season ended that I would like to see him go just because, I mean, what else, you know, what what more do we need to see, right? right? What, ha- what does Brian Cashman, what does Hal Steinbrenner, what do they want to see that they haven't already? How can you have this lineup and still not be able to put yourselves in a position to win the World Series? Well then, see,
1: well, then here's the argument with the Devil's Advocate because you have the COVID year, and you're gonna Fair, obviously but- give him somewhat of a pass for that. Then this year you're gonna have, I mean, like Yankees fans will say, plethora of injuries. The COVID yep. list was still very prevalent thing for you guys all year, so it's okay. Let's see what he does in the season that is regular yeah, per se, they,
0: right? And that's when you have a lineup but like a this. Three-year contract now, is different than seeing, yeah, right, him a year. exactly. So three years, the option of 2025. The other thing to take note of here is he was Boone was pretty much safe after, um. They cleaned house for the for the rest of the coaching staff, so you knew it was either one or the other. It was going to be the team of coaches or Boone. And once the report of of you know kind of cleaning the house for the rest of its staff, it was all right. So we're just going to give Boone a new staff and see what he's able to do next year. Um, the other stat I wanted to talk about here is the last time a Yankees manager was allowed to manage a fifth season without having won a World Series was nineteen. 19- Twenty two. I mean, come on. We
1: were we were in trench warfare. What? We were we bro, were in trench warfare back then.
0: What? That was seventy-seven years before our time. <laughs> what? I we we were looking at this stat before we got going. I'm like, dude, I, I did not <laughs> fucking know that. I mean, are we serious? What? So
1: one thing I will say that's cool about Boom being back is I like it's not really a robbery, but kind of a relationship between Core and Boone. And obviously, you know, is going to be in Boston for a little bit, obviously, yes, after they win the World Series this year. I hate to say it to you, but that might even add a little bit more pressure to Boone. Be like, hey, I mean, the Red Sox are out here winning the World Series. Mm-hmm. The Rays, people think that's the team for the next three, four, five years. We need to do something. We need to do something now because Yankees fans are not happy with the situation right now. I'm interested to see how this plays out. I think I can almost guarantee they'll get to a CS. I can't guarantee a World Series, though. I mean, that lineup, they'll get to a CS. I mean... Green monsters not a thing, yeah. They're probably in there. That's true.
0: That's true. But um, I just don't. Uh, I mean, you you can't. It, it is just making me like itch because I'm like, you can't. That's the excuses that everyone's gonna say. Exactly. Oh well, they, they shouldn't have been in there. Then they should have had the home game, right? Facts. I mean, you lose seven in a row after winning thirteen in a row. Facts. That's on you. Uh, but okay, <laughs> where are we want to go? I'm, I'm I'm done with them. I'm done with them. But that was something we had to say, so we're we we can. Uh, put the Yankees to rest, and then we'll kind of just recap the rest of this CS series uh, in the coming weeks, and then um, for what's in store for the World Series. All right, so where do we want to go? We want to go NBA? NBA, baby. All let's right. get to it. Go Opening ahead.
1: night tonight. Have our predictions ready to go. First thing I'll start is, let's congrats to the Bucks one more time for winning the championship. So I'm crazy out there. Because they're not doing it again. Really? That's why he's saying like, and that's what I was getting to. Shout out to the Suns, too, because you guys also made it to the finals, which was good for you guys. Hope it tasted good. You won't see it for a little bit. Let's get to our MVPs, though. So for my MVP, this is a little bit of a hot take. People are probably going to disagree with it. You're expecting me to say a little MB because I'm a Sixers fan. Maybe you're expecting me to say KD because the whole Kyrie situation is looking good for an MVP. I'm going to go with Jason Tatum.
0: You're all probably like, what
1: Tatum after the year after the, especially after the year the Boston had because you know team success ties into winning the MVP. But this is what I'll say: Tatum's coming off a year where he had a career high in points, assists, and rebounds. Had his probably his best playoff series or maybe his second best playoff series versus the Nets. Obviously he lost in five, but I mean you're playing the fucking Nets and after the other they had. New coach in Boston. Brad Stevens moves into the front office. They bring in Udoka and as a coach. I think that's big for him. He was an assistant for the Nets. I think he was an assistant for the Sixers for a little bit as well. Dealt with stars before, gonna have him and Jalen Brown mixing things up. I think Tatum takes that step forward as like the clear cut leader to that team. It's been a like, question sometimes, but I think I mean it's Jason fucking Tatum he's the leader of that team. They also bring in Schroeder and they bring in, oh, what was it? They brought in shorter and someone else. They brought in a couple of pieces that, because their bench last year was so young and not polished, and that is another reason why they lost so many games. They also weren't healthy that much last year either. But I don't think you see the Celtics be a 7-seed again, honestly. I think the Celtics are a 4-seed, 3-seed team. If Tatum can get that team to elevate to a 2-seed, 1-seed kind of deal, average like 28-7, I think he can win it. I, I, I honestly, I, I don't, the narrative, the narrative argument pushes for him, obviously with being in Boston, new coach and everything going on there. I could easily see Tatum win this award. I, people, and you can get him at 2,500 right now. Obviously, Or the you sprinkle. Could, as the better you, could state see, you could see better options, but I, just, I see the value there. Kind of have an underdog mentality there as well. He wants to be a legend in Boston. I could see something happening this year with Tatum in Boston. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with Luca on this one. Um, Jason Kidd breaking this guy out of the shell. Um, it's a good pick. Making it more of a, and I think it is is that chalky, not necessarily. The only because, thing with
1: Luca that scares me is like what I said about because I I wanted to pick Dame too so bad, but it's like team success. Like yep, it's I I seen a stat. It was like it's, I forget what it was, but Jokic was the first. Jokic and Russ have been the first two to win MVP after not being a top two seed in their conference in like a, a long time. So like, yeah, team success, and I mean,
0: I don't know. I just hate. I don't. I don't like. I don't like that argument because it's right. like- Me neither. Know, Me neither. It's, it's it's most valuable player. Right. But then the argument to that is, well, he's most valuable to his team to help them get into a top three seed. Mm-hmm. And that's the argument there, but I don't like. Um. But I don't think Lucas Chalky because I think a lot of people could be sitting here and getting on the sleepy side of things and picking Trey Young. Right. Um, and I don't know if you saw, but Woj Bomb from last night, Kevin Herter signing that four-year, $65 million Kev. extension. So- drippy drippy splash uh let's go is back and um but yeah so i i don't think that's that chalky i think luke is ready to kind of come out of his shell again i think you know it's time to uh do what dame does Mm -hmm. it's it's, you take over i think that's what it is i think it's a little bit sometimes we see he's a little bit too conservative conservative sometimes maybe a little um you know his his thought process in executing is is not always there uh, but I think this is. This well, is I mean, year
1: you it. take it in fact of his usage rate and what he has, to, the numbers he has to put up in Dallas to really get wins like that. I mean, it's hard and that's what to I mean. do that night like in and Like you're
0: basically out. forcing Dallas is basically forcing him to be an MVP. Right. Because Every of night. what they need from him. Exactly. So if you can kind of get him out of the mindset of I need to do this, I need to do that and just let him go. I'm not saying he's doing I that, think something that will really right? help
1: him this year, obviously, I mean, if KP wants to step up and play some basketball for a full season, that would help. That's true. Um, <laughs> But back to Tatum, one thing I'll say is last year, people sleep on the fact that he was sixth in defensive rating as well. And people... I have in his career, I've I've noticed that people have tied in Tatum just to be an offensive player that he doesn't contribute on the defensive side of the ball, which is just completely false. He's competed on the defensive side of the ball since his rookie season. I mean he played for Coach K and, and Duke he's not gonna not play defense, let's be honest here. Um but I I can't keep I cannot stress it enough. The Celtics won't be that bad. Tatum is Jason Tatum, he might average 30 this year with Udoka as his coach because he knows how to use stars. I think Tatum's a play. We'll we'll come back to it. He'll, he'll, I think I can guarantee he'll be in top three voting. I can guarantee he'll be top three.
0: Top three voting. All right. Let's move on. So, um, do you want to go rookie of the year? Let's do you want to go? Uh, you want to go? Your, let's say let's your say title the, pick? Let's say the
1: chip for last. I'll go rookie of the year.
0: Okay. Go ahead. So for
1: my rookie of the year, I'm gonna go with Jalen Green. Now, on so some books, I've seen Jalen Green grow as the favorite now, which is, I mean, not crazy, but. The reason I'm going with Jalen Green is the sole fact that I think he's going to be more used to the NBA play style than Kay Cunningham. K. Cunningham obviously had to play in college last year, but, I mean, he's incredible. Like, he might be an all-star this year. Mm -hmm. But Jalen Green with having that G League experience last year, I mean, he's playing against NBA vets and people who are trying to break into the league going full throttle every night. And he's playing in in an NBA-style offense. He's going to be more used to it right away than I think Kay Cunningham will be. Also with the Rockets, I mean – the shots are going to be there for him. Christian Wood was a leading scorer last year. But, I mean, Christian was a good player, I'm just saying. There's, the chances are going to be there for someone to also emerge as that scorer with Christian Wood. I mean, Jalen Green can score from all three facets of the game. His three-point shooting is improving. Last in the G League he shot, I think it was 36%. But that shows you, at 19 years old, if he can just keep raising that percentage by a point or two each year, he'll be a 40-point, three-point shooter soon. Uber-athletic. Ooh, Jump out the fucking gym. Has that swag to him swaggy dude. So, you know, that helps the vote a little bit. Help, in my opinion, to help the mellow out a little bit last year because I think Anthony Edwards should have low-key won that award. But the flash and the highlights, that'll help as well. Um, I think Jalen Green's a real good look for rookie of the year. I think he's a good player, man.
0: I will say, uh, I'm going to go Chalk here and I'm going to go Kate Cunningham. And why I just kind of, I'm kind of following that same uh, tandem that I did with Luca is about f- what I said about forcing him to be an MVP. Right. You're forcing Cade cunningham to be that number one guy right because he's trapped and that's just with all great players they get drafted a shitty team so you're playing on the sh- shitty detroit pistons right. right you have to be good i don't see how you can you know take him off of that category of oh, let me just make the let me change the odds because he's gonna have too much on his plate i don't think so i don't think so one bit i'm so excited to see this young gun play I mean, really, like watching him in this tournament last year, he loves the pressure, and now you know he has to have the pressure because I'm on a really shitty team, I'm as young as I am, and I have to pretty much lead this team to you know, some type of, of wins. I would Kate, love to see what the over-under is for wins for these Pistons because, I you know, I, I would like to see what it is so I can possibly take it. Cade's you know a really I mean?
1: good pick because he has that length to him. He'll play defense as well, and he can facilitate. I think that's one of the most slept-on parts of his game that that motherfucker can pass the ball, and he can he can shoot at from 40, 35. He's obviously a good pick. I just have... I also think that little narrative with Jalen Green going two, Caden Cunningham number yeah, one. Um, people are going to Jalen Green. might had a tip on his I mean, shoulder really. for a little bit. One sleeper pick I like though for rookie of the year is Ev Mobley out in out in yeah, Cleveland. I need that say kid's that. a player, bro. I mean, you you see him, you think, he, okay, I got a typical seven foot big man. He's going to rebound. He's going to block shots. He can dribble. He can shoot. He can pass. That kid's a player. It's kind of the same thing we
0: said about Wiggins too. And he's turning into that two way yeah, player as well.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think I think Mobley is a good look out in Cleveland. Just the kind of the situation out there. The reason why I didn't want to pick him for rookie the years because. I like Colin Sexton, but he has a habit of just holding on to the ball for a long time during games, so sometimes Moby might not get the looks, but, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. I just like Jalen Green more. I think he's in a better situation to get Rookie of the Year over at Mobley right now, so we'll see how that plays out, though. I think he's a good look.
0: Yeah, I like the... um, uh, I do like the rookie classroom this year. I remember when we did the NFL. Definitely want to give. I can't believe I didn't write this
1: down. I remember on draft night, you were like, why did the Raptors pick Scotty Barnes with Jalen Suggs? And you've seen the preseason. Scotty Barnes playing some good ball in the preseason. That's also a good look. I was going to pull the trigger on that, but I'm kind of slow footed on that because I don't think he's going to have that kind of flash factor, that kind of wow factor. You brought up a really fucking solid basketball player that I think we need to watch for over his career as well.
0: And you just brought up Jalen Suggs, and there's been, ever since the draft, a lot of people sleeping on this man. Yeah. Just because of... I mean, he, he's
1: he's had a tough preseason. I mean, he shot 27... I mean, it's it's
0: going to be a different role. Preseason, you know what he
1: what shot mean? 27% from three. from three. I mean, so people are kind of having that question. Is he adjusting to the I length of the shot? exactly I, mean, what it is. I think it's going to be a big adjustment year for Jalen Suggs. I don't think you're going to see him break out this year. You'll see that he's a good fucking player, but I don't think he's going to break out necessarily.
0: All right, move on. Let's go. Where do you want to go next? NBA champions. Champions. All right. Oh, so I will man. Say this this picture will this. Hurt. Before we go, before, we, before you go, um, so the Nets are favored to win the title. I'll say this to start this. Yeah. The Nets are favored to win, but uh, an article from ESPN from David Purdom is saying that uh, bettors are backing the Lakers, mm-hmm. even though the Nets are favored. So mm-hmm. well, I'll just leave that there.
1: Well, I think, I mean, obviously Kyrie being Kyrie right now um, has a lot to do with that. You just don't know what you're going to get from him. I mean, I, I appreciate him staying on what he stands for, honestly. Um, whether I agree or not, I don't really. But he's standing on what he stands on. I got saluting for that. That whole situation going on, it's hard to back the Nets right now. My pick is the Lakers. I'm with the smart betters. I just – and it, it it hurts me to say this because, I mean, it's just not – it's not a – I just don't – I like – I hate being obvious. I really do hate being yeah. obvious. I like finding different angles. But this year, it, it seems like it's going to be the Lakers' years. Obviously, with the, the whole thing going on with the, with the Nets, they're, they're not going to be a non-factor, but they're obviously just not as strong without Kyrie. They're still going to be a problem. You bring in Rush, you bring in Melo, you bring in Malik Monk. I like wing Ellington, even though he's out tonight, because one big thing with them last year is that they couldn't shoot the three-ball when it mattered. Got a couple shooters in there. I think Melo's going to have a really good year with no pressure, a lot of confidence playing with his boy. This year they finally get some rest. God damn it! I mean, the year after they won the chip, they had seventy-one days of rest. I think They have one hundred twenty-two this year, which is big for them. Uh, coming off injury, AD coming off with two injuries. I think it it, it the, the, it's opening up for the Lakers. It's going to be kind of a gauntlet coming out of that West Conference. You got Jamal Murray coming back with the Nuggets. Obviously, the Suns are there. Obviously, got the Warriors back. I mean, Clay's coming back this year. It's going to be a gauntlet getting out of the West. I think they can do it. What they and and honestly, I think it's one of those years where people are sleeping on Bron. I looked at that. I looked at his MVP the odds. is like plus sixteen hundred for Braun. Kidding me? I,
0: I gotta think, be different. I think
1: here. I, I honestly think it's one of those years where people are gonna be reminded, like, oh. And honestly, it, it, it might be eight, it might be Melo's last hurrah. You don't know how many crazy years you got left of LeBron. Like, he's probably gonna have a little more motivation to get his boy a tip. Rush is coming in, more motivation to get his boy a tip. I think you might see a hungry Lakers team come out this year. They are a little on the older side. I think they're the oldest team in the NBA. So that might – I mean, some wear and tear, 42-game season. Might have to, I just can't see another team topping this Lakers team, honestly.
0: Yeah, and this is – we had the same argument when we saw uh, the Dodgers and they made those moves with Trey Turner and Max Scherzer, right? right? And we were like, how can you – Not. After seeing this, how can you not pick them to win the World Series? Right. We're in that same boat here with the Lakers, right? Mello's there, and and, and one of his quotes that he said – when asked the question of, you know, have you always wanted to play with LeBron? Did you ever know what was going to happen? He was like, you know, the stars kind of align. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of we're both getting towards the end of our careers. It's now, you know, the time is now. If we're going to do it, we have to do it now. So you get that veteran look there. Obviously, it's going to be cool to see those guys and the chemistry there. Obviously, the addition of Russ, like you stated. Um, but I, I just can't. I have to be different. Um, so I have to pick the Warriors. Wow! How? Can, hold on, one second, one second. Wow. One second, one second. All right, these these guys have went through so much with Clay not being wow. there the past two seasons that I'm putting a lot of faith and a lot of money and uh, uh, money into Clay Thompson this season. Seriously, um, I think it was it was just brutally unfair to see him come back and go down again. Um, The setbacks we've, like I mentioned before, Andrew Wiggins, and we've been able to see how he's developed into this two-way player. I'm excited to see this team play out of the West, and like you said, it's going to be a dog fight out of this Western Conference. Um, Deandre Ayton and and his talks with the Suns. um, He was wild today, by the way. In extension contract extensions talks after his rookie deal, um, those have faded. So I don't know what that's going to mean for Deandre Ayton. Maybe though, he wanted a a five-year max deal. So uh, this this dog fight of the Western Conference um as of recent years we've been able to say western conference has been i would like to say better than the eastern conference um hold
1: the phone on that but like wow but like yeah the golden state fucking warriors but
0: like yeah i kind
1: of like it but like yeah i i listen and they're not gonna win the championship guys okay okay now you can come back and burn me if this does they they didn't win the championship or they get there i even they get there i'll be like holy shit the warriors but i mean look at this Steph Curry had an MVP season last year. Klay Thompson is coming back with something to prove. Andrew Wiggins is playing better basketball every year he's been with the Warriors, emerging as a great two-way player that we thought he was going to be. Jordan Poole's probably going to win most improved player this year, maybe even sixth man of the year. Probably not. <laughs> Draymond still Draymond. I mean, it's it's a look. If they catch I'll say this, they'll have to catch fire and it's going to really depend on what they look like when Klay comes back. That'll be the deciding factor. If they come back, and they're the Splash Brothers again. I mean, Steph Curry looks really good during preseason. It's a good look. I, I was that was not the long shot I was expecting you to go for. I was expecting to maybe hear a little Knicks love or
0: something. No, I, I my hot maybe take a, my I hot take for the Knicks this season though. Um, little Bucks back to back the Warriors. Team. No, it's definitely I don't see a Bucks back to back. But I will say my hot take for the Knicks this year is they will win a playoff series. Okay, I'm not saying they're gonna go and win two. That's foreshadowing. Okay, but um, like that. But I will say they will win one series. They'll one make thing it I'll in, say about
1: one. NBA this year, and, and I, listen, everyone knows that Dane's my guy. I do look for the Portland Trailblazers to be a top five seed in the West this year, maybe even four. I just think CJ had a really rough year last year. I don't know what necessarily was going on there. It just wasn't the CJ type of year. I think he comes back, plays well. Obviously, we had full. I, I guess is it full capacity for fans back. It's just as normal as it's been in a yeah, long time. It's, it's right, and and you see the Trailblazers before things we got a little wacky with the COVID and shit like that. The Portland Trailblazers were there. I mean, yep. they made the Western Conference Finals. They lost the Warriors. They were winning playoff series before. I think this is the year you see the Trailblazers really, really compete again. People are like, oh shit, here's Damian Lillard and here's CJ McCollum again. They have do have some struggles with death, but I think they'll be fine. Anthony Simmons is another guy for them that I think is gonna have a big year, a little breakout year. But look out for the Trailblazers this year.
0: Yep. So, um, those are, I guess preseason picks yep i don't i'm not using preseason in that that actual term but uh before the season starts tonight as we're recording (laughs) tuesday october 19th um that's our finals picks that's our mvp picks and that's our rookie of the year picks now let's have head over to uh nhl as we all know it started last week last this time last week last tuesday was the uh first games and and the Lightning with their banner night and the big ceremony, just getting the doors knocked off and the doors kicked in by the banged-up Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, but definitely really a really wacky start to this season. The chalky picks that were expected. To, again, I'm not saying it's like we saw 20 games so far. We've seen maybe three to four. Some teams have still played two games. Well,
1: we did see the Penguins take down the Lightning. Six That's to what that means.
0: So right. I mean. A lot of these chalky picks have so far not really um, played out. In these first couple games, and obviously again, it's 82 games. Mm-hmm. But uh let's hear what you got.
1: So I do have some hot takes for Alex. I want to hear his reaction to a couple of these. We'll start with the first one. So the Maple Leafs are trying to break a curse, win a fucking playoff series. My hot take is though, not that they will win one playoff series, the Maple Leafs will win at least two playoff series this year.
0: Yeah, I I, I do I understand that because of blowing that lead. I right. mean, it's like. We can compare that to a LeBron yeah. and the Warriors, right? It's literally the same thing that that Montreal did to the uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. I will. I mean, realistically, this is the same point that you just made with the Warriors, right. right? Realistically, two series. I don't see that happening. Possibly could it? They have a really, really good team right now. Yeah, and a really could, fucking good player. Could that happen? That if he gets hot, one hundred percent. No, one hundred percent. But I just don't see it happening. There's a lot of other guys in that Atlantic uh conference that can really in atlantic that
1: That conference is kind of stacked this year huh
0: so you know i I, and and, you know you have another hot take from that as well (laughs) but um i see it being one i just like i said with the knicks they'll get in they'll win one and they'll lose i don't know who matchup wise who it'll end up being will they face the, the lightning there will they face the panthers there um Could the could they end up being could the Capitals sneak into a wild card seed Mm -hmm. and being the number two seed? Could the Rangers sneak into a a wild card two seed and then Toronto's number one? So they'd go play each other. You know what I mean? I don't know how the seedings are gonna work. They could play somebody from the Metro instead of somebody from the Atlantic, but um, yeah, I like it, but it's just not. I don't think you don't see two. You see one though. I see one. Okay. Okay. How can how can you not say one right yeah, for for our, our NHL guys? How can I you not see top five, one? I think
1: they're a top five, six, seven team in hockey. They right are,
0: now. and and I don't see how you can't. You know how you can watch them last year blow that three-one lead and be like, oh yeah, we're gonna go there and we're not even gonna make it. That's this why, year, yeah, okay. Or we're gonna lose one series. They have to go in there and win one. Just, just logically, please for the common fans, sense. for Austin Matthews, it's, it's, every, Can we just please one for more? Tavares. It's common it's, sense. Please, right? please, you know, please, it's please. common sense. All right, what else we got on that page? So the next
1: one. This is kind of, I guess, I would say maybe a warmer take right now. But if I would have had this take about five, six, seven weeks ago, it might be a little hotter. Got some good young players. Got some nice little vet pieces in there. But my hot take right now is the Red Wings will make the playoffs this year.
0: Yeah, so this was one of the um, this was one of the worst teams in the yep. NHL last season, um, And like you said, they did make a good amount of moves to kind of develop um, and get them ready for this season. And we've seen the history of the Red Wings and how good they've been. Mm-hmm. And the past couple seasons when um, they were in contention, and we've seen past maybe three, four years where it's like, well, that's it. yeah, this team sucks, sucks. Uh, I don't know if I see them making the playoffs. I see a major, okay. major, major turnaround from last season. Uh, we, I, I, I think what's even easier to say is that the what I'll say is the Red Wings will have a winning season this year. Okay, I'll say okay. that. I think that's that's something that's a little bit different. Um, I think we the Red Wings with. are one of those
1: teams too. Like, I always have those teams in sports where I say that, like, the sport's better when they're good. I'm pretty sure the Red Wings are one of those teams you would classify. Like, the sport's just better when they're good. You probably even put the Rangers in there, put the Bruins in there, but they're always good. I feel like it's just, it's good to see Detroit good. I don't
0: know. Yeah. It is. No, it is. And, I mean, you look at that, that I think they're really the ones that have to do it. Yeah. Because the Lions aren't. <laughs> and Cade Cunningham can't carry this damn <laughs> Pistons yeah, it's team. Poor Detroit, man. So Detroit
1: has to do it. All right. Fuck Tigers. I mean, come on. I guys. mean, the
0: Tigers. Really? <laughs> Next hot
1: take. I think this is stocks going down. This hot take right now, or maybe not. I don't know. It depends how you feel. But the Islanders will ascend to the top of the Eastern Conference this year and take the crown from Tampa Bay.
0: Hmm. Judging by the start of this season, I would love to say that. But uh, this powerhouse team of this Tampa, I and mean, they lost some pieces. Yeah, they lost Tyler Expansion Johnson. Expansion draft
1: kind of hurt them too.
0: Yep, they lost Tyler Johnson to the um, to the Blackhawks. Expansion draft obviously hurt them a little bit. Um, but i i still do think that this team is just top notch i mean i really do i don't see them um just losing this crown
1: what do you see do you see what do you see as more possible the islanders finishing at one or tampa bay not finishing at one if that makes sense
0: hmm that's a good question i think i would probably see Oh, that's tough because if because yeah. well, what Cause I were saying say, cause it's
1: Tembe, if you're saying Bay not to finish one, then you have to put someone else in that one spot. But I mean, a couple yeah, I would probably
0: honestly, I'd probably say, I'd probably say Tampa to finish not in one. Okay, and then uh, I mean, but look, there was a dog fight run, bro. that series last last season was Gosh. a dog fight between the Islanders and they just came up short, and that's the second year that they've come up short again. Um, so it's something to to take note of and and look into the season on if Tampa Bay was – if they're not going to do this three-peat. Right. And judging by these first few games for them, it's – Kuchov's a little banged up right now. Can they – I mean, again, it's a long season, but starting of off shaky. Maybe. Seriously, a little bit of a hangover. Starting off shaky after a a repeat is obviously not the momentum that you want to take into the next season. Right. So we have
1: one more. Okay. The last and final hot take. I'm going back to Florida. The Panthers will be the best team in Florida this year and, and win their first cup.
0: Oh, those are your cup picks. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. I wouldn't pick them to win the cup, but dude, this team, (laughs) this team has just emerged. I mean, I don't know where the hell these guys came. And from. And that's
1: why I'm saying they might win their first cut. The hockey, past
0: two hockey's seasons. one of those
1: things where teams, when they when their stock goes up, bro, they gotta you gotta hit that. You'd bitch say
0: from. I'd even give them two to three years these past uh, these okay. past few that these Panthers have just come out of nowhere. They
1: got some great names in that team. I remember some I forget
0: when names. it was. It might have been two winters ago, or or I think it was two winters ago. I don't think it was three, but I think it was two winters ago. And I'm looking, I'm like. Where the hell did the Panthers come from? Mm-hmm. What is this team right now? So um, it's definitely plausible. I really think that that the Panthers will um, be the best team in Florida. Okay, um, They were right there last year. They really were. So uh, I'm in agreement here with the Panthers. I love, I absolutely love this team. And it's good to see a team that was so, so shitty. I mean, for so many years, it was always, well, Tampa's not that good really yep. that either. And then Tampa goes up on this. Like you said, stock. Bang, they're through the roof. And then Florida's like, all right, no, we're here. We're coming. So I think it's all the uh, same
1: thing with Vegas, kinda of too, but yep. I mean that's a little shaky and there's some things going on there. But right. different than different than the Panthers. But I'm just saying when it comes to teens, like you see when they catch fire real quick, it's like, all right, we gotta yep. hit right now. Like I would if the Islanders would have won that series last year, that'd have been a team that like if they won the cup, it's like, yeah, we're hitting our shit right now.
0: I am um my pick for uh this cup. Um I don't know. I mean, I, you look at this Western Conference, right? You got your Blues, you got your Avalanche. You can kind of sprinkle in your Oilers, maybe even your Jets, and and possibly this year throw in your Ducks at least to make playoffs. Um, but I, it, it, this is might be chalky, but it's a Colorado Avalanche. There is no, shit. there is no offense that can. That is better than this team. Nobody can stop this offense. I mean, it is just so fun to watch this team. They are so fast-paced on the ice. They control. They control. Um, their forecheck. They they are just so confident and in control. They maintain the game when they play. And it started off in early in their first game of the season, scoring three in the first period mm-hmm. in a matter of ten minutes. So they. This is the team that is, I think, the strongest um in the nhl right now built and backed by everybody there um and and they look like what everybody was talking about the the lightning in these past two seasons they are the strongest team nobody can beat them finally we get to say this about colorado who again is just like just like in this category of florida they have been yet to uh to kind of emerge they started to kind of make this come up and this climb through the stock market and um, we're able to see it so i'm so excited to watch this colorado team and you never know we can easily get our asses out there to go watch the last game because hey uh, it's uh it, it's a it's I, I went to and like i said i've said this before on this podcast but i went to a uh tampa Bay lightning flyers game two winters ago in tampa and it was when tampa was the best team in the league by far and i remember saying on the show the atmosphere is like no other when mm. the team on the ice knows they're the best in the league and everybody in the damn marina knows that they're the best in the league. It's just so fun. It's a different atmosphere. So um I easily have to say Colorado. Can the Blues kind of come back? Maybe a little bit. I think they'll make it, but I don't see anything special out of them. The only other team that I would uh you know look to have a bounce back is the Oilers. They 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 came up short, so did the Jets um in the in the playoffs last year. So gotta give some um kind of pay some homage to Connor McDavid for Got sticking it. around at when this team was so shitty. Gotta pay some homage and go win some playoff series. That's all it is.
1: One thing I'll ask, too, about our teams. Do you see yeah. either one of the two making playoffs, maybe both?
0: So I see uh, I see the Rangers making the playoffs this year. It's been two years since they haven't. Mm. Um, I see them making They got a good coaching change. David Quinn, who was a uh, former coach at Boston College, came over uh, last year, and then his time is done. They got the former Vegas coach who um, had had a very, very pristine record with Vegas for the 2017 and 2018 season. Uh, It was 117 and 84, something like that. Uh, So I really like that addition. Again, this is a team that knows we have to make a we had Quinn for barely more than a season. So to look at this moves from the front office. Oh, the coach is the problem. Right. Okay. or maybe the coach isn't the problem. We have to make a change. This didn't work out. That's fine. We tried it. It didn't work. Let's move on. So it's just funny how the Rangers are able to make that adjustment and we look at at the Yankees and it's like oh no you know what you know what four years in a row can't make a CS you know what Aaron Boone we'll try again here's three more here's three we'll pay a shitload too here's three more <laughs> you're fine we'll give you the option for 2025 so you can get the hell out when there's still no world series all right that's fine hey man you got to be a little more optimistic I'm I'm going to be but it's just it's it's odd how how one team is making some right. smarter um Smarter front office moves. But I, I do think uh, the Rangers are, are a possibility to sneak into that wildcard spot. They had a chance last year, and it just fell short. They climbed back, kind of like what the they Yankees did. were doing, um, and they climbed back to, to get that wildcard spot and just fell short. The Flyers, however, I do think they will there make it.
1: I was going to say, okay. I
0: do think they will make it. Carter Hart had some struggles last year that everybody and their moms knew about, and that was all on the defense. So what did they do? Ryan Ellis. Got him from Nashville. Great defensive Scored key mind. Scored last night too. Yep, great defensive mind. What did they do? They they needed help on defense, and they did just that. So look for the Flyers. Obviously, they had a a great chance to make the playoffs last year, and they tanked. You know, we, we have comparisons like the Red Sox toward the end of the end of the season. We have comparisons like the the uh, Las Vegas Raiders at the end of the year, and the Flyers <laughs> did just that last season. So I do like the Flyers to make the playoffs. I think the Rangers might stick um stick into the uh, in in a wild card spot. Uh, but I would like to to lock that in and see where that happens. Help me in out a the, little bit here too, because that games. Ryan
1: Ellis signing that helps Provy a lot too, be able to be a little more of a playmaker instead of sitting back because the defense was so. You have bad a little bit more year. of
0: a veteran mind too, uh, and you have a lot of young guns on this on that defensive side yep. for the fly. So to have a veteran come in and be like, okay, look, here's how it's gonna go. This is you know, it's all the veteran stuff that everybody says in sports. So it's definitely a great addition. It was the smartest move they could have made. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see this. I'll Flyers say this team. about
1: the fly guys. I think it was about a year ago or two years ago. I can't remember exactly, but they were, there was, it was right before COVID. Yeah. Really. It was regular. Like season was regular. I went to the game. We went to the play the Boston Bruins on March, March 11th. The Bruins were the best team in hockey at that point. Mm-hmm. The Flyers won. COVID hit. Yep. Lost the playoff series. Oh, and then the next year, I think, oh my God, I can't exactly remember, but just ever since that year, we were, we were right there. Yep. We were right there. Beat the Bruins, COVID hits. Literally, I think the next day they say, All right, no more fans, all this shit. Eow. I think we'll see I'm things go back very, to normal. Fires go back up.
0: I'm very, very confident in Carter Hart this year. He lost. And speaking of, I, mean, I think it was, was just tough
1: for him last year. He's a young, he so young confident He's a young dude. He was already um, struggling. And then, after all the struggles, he has to go home and sit there by himself. Yeah. I mean, it's just t- it's tough. And for he's, that.
0: he's a very, like you said, he's a very young dude. So, to go through that, it's tough. Yeah. Um, a lot of people might be saying, "Why are you not mentioning the Pittsburgh Penguins? Why are you not mentioning the Boston Bruins?" Penguins, um, again, there's plenty of spots to make. Right? Are the Capitals in there? Right? So you have five, five that are going to make it.
1: Penguins are definitely a big question because they're playing this way right now, not fully healthy. I mean,
0: and and Washington's is is could be in there too. But yeah. I, I, you know, we are a little bit biased in terms of taking Flyers and Rangers here. Um, but I, I I truly just like the chances and and the uh, how can you not bet on a new coach this year Facts. after after a change? You saw what happened with it for the Rangers. You saw what happened with the I mean, new some coach. Some locker room issues right? last year too. Oh god, I'm getting started. <laughs> but you saw what happened with with the new coach last year. What worked? What didn't? Try again. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna bet on that. I'm, I'm just gonna bet on the change. Bet on the smart office moves and go with that. And the Flyers. All it really was was defensive problems, which led to uh, goalie problems and, and keeping pucks out of net from Carter Hart. What do they do? They fix that. So, why why would why, that? That's common sense. If they fix the problem, why is it not going to go over and roll over? It was a little scary a game effect. one,
1: though. I think Vancouver got like four passes and it was like, oh, is it the same mm-hmm. season game? But we got only the Carter Hart had a game versus the Kraken had a game. So. I'm interested to see the fly guys this year. I'm gonna try to follow them a little more than I usually do. I usually we'll be catch we going about, to some games and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna so. say I, I, that Bruins game that I went to was my first hockey game I went to, and I was like, dude, hockey's just like different in person. It's so mm-hmm. much easier to follow, so much easier to understand. I'm trying to get to like three, four of them things. Just this year fun. Yeah,
0: me too. We gotta get up to MSG too. It's just a fun. Yeah. It's just, a, I mean, all of it's just a great atmosphere. Um, but that's all for today. Just a little preview of the NBA season starting tonight, October 19th, and our NHL predictions. Just, uh, just something light on that. Just had to show some. Shine some light on that, and we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that because our very first show together, uh, the very second episode of this show, and we were officially together doing this, we did have a long chat about the Rangers. We Dude, did have a long chat uh, about, about hockey. So About Tony now, P
1: and the about, fucking Rangers.
0: Yeah, about little, little Tony Fighting goalies, Fighting tweet goalies, tweets, bullshit. Jerk off. Still scoring Gs, though. Yes. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. That, that dude's just something else. But we're able to shine some light back on the NHL, and this season's back here. And, and now that it's on ESPN, um, hopefully, can kind of boost the, uh, the the ratings and boost the the viewership from from uh, NHL because it has obviously most people know it has fallen off over the years. Uh, follow us on the Twitter page. We got some updates on there, other some uh, other pictures about everything that's going on. Maybe you'll see some tweets about uh, the landing page that just went up there um, for all the all our our betting sites on there at Aded Podcast on Twitter. You'll probably get some updates coming in a, in a few ish weeks, maybe shorter on the days, I guess. Um on our on our plans for what's going on in the month of November. We got two trips lined up, so we will be announcing that. We have already done that before, but now we can officially do that for the the new followers that are here. Instagram, a lot of pictures. We got this new camera, so we're gonna have a lot cooler sure. pictures on there as well. 80 Pod on Instagram if you want to see that. And guys, the damn TikTok. We're doing some different content on there. Okay. Different, different, different content that you will not see on Twitter, and you will not see on Instagram. It's just the All Day Everyday Show on, on TikTok. We, and we have to get to 1,000 to start going live. We want to go live on as many platforms as we can. And speaking of other platforms, Twitch, which we will be streaming uh, more and more with this new streaming camera as well. The All Day, It's just All Day Everyday Show on Twitch. Talk to me a little bit about the YouTube, sir.
1: Can't thank you enough. If you made it to the end of this video, please leave a thumbs up. Hit the notification bell, leave a comment. Trying to grow on YouTube. We've been around 160 for a little bit. Let's get a little bump. Get the notification bell on. 80% of you that watch these videos are not subscribed. I'm going to keep saying it. But we appreciate you being to the end of the video. Enjoy your week. It's the All Day Everyday Boys signing off.
0: Yeah, baby. You guys know what it is, all right? Stay great. Be great because you fucking are. It's the All Day Everyday Show. This is all we do. We just have fun. We love you, baby. It's the All Day Everyday Show, boys. And that's what you've been listening to on your Tuesday afternoon. My name is Alex Jacobs. That's the homie, Manny Ruffin. You know what you do, boys. You can call me all day, AJ. See you later, boys. I love new cameras.